Hey, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and today we bring you from utopiastories.com, A Controlled Life, Part 2. As soon as she saw the confirmation page, Princess D closed Tom's Internet Explorer and then clicked on his start button and then on the arrow for shutdown. Tom watched as she then locked her Windows account and then reopened his. Isn't this exciting, slave? Princess D said to him. Tom was too dumbfounded to even answer. Now, I've seen too many slaves go in here and cancel these orders, even though I know that you are most likely too afraid of the consequences to do so. There's always the chance that you might grow a pair and try. So, to that end, let's try this. As soon as she finished saying that, Tom saw the Team Viewer transfer window up, and a second or two later saw it say, File Transfer Complete. He then saw a new icon appear on his desktop that was titled Grounded and had no idea what it was. Princess D then double-clicked on the icon and ran the program. Tom saw a new window come up titled You're Grounded with the drawing of a young woman sitting in her window looking outside. There was three buttons below and Tom watched again as Princess D moved the mouse over to the Edit Task File button. He then watched as she filled in the prompts, including 180 minutes for the duration of grounding and three seconds for the time to respond to pop-ups. Okay, slave, this is what's going to happen. When I click on Begin, you'll see nothing but a gray screen on your computer, and your mouse will not work. However, you will get a lot of pop-ups telling you which button to click, A, B, or C. You will then have three seconds to click on the correct button before they disappear. You're to sit there in that chair and learn patience and discipline for me while I go to redeem and spend my gift card. This will help prevent you from being able to cancel your orders, so at least for the next three hours, and to help you understand that sometimes a slave has nothing else to do but sit and wait. You will not leave that chair for any reason. If you have to pee, then sit there and piss your little pink panties, because if you don't, then there will be severe consequences. Do you understand? Because those consequences are these, my sissy. For every button you click that is wrong, there will be a $25 penalty. And for every button missed, there will be a $50 penalty. Both penalties will be paid to me by way of another Amazon gift card. And as happy as I will be to take your money, I'll be even more pleased if you get all of them correct and on time. Now, let me give you back your ability to use your inputs, and let's begin. Remember, I will still be watching. And with that, she pressed the begin button, and Tom watched as his screen went gray. Chapter 4 The next three hours were very unpleasant for Tom. His ass ached from the butt plug pressing into him. He had never kept it in for the longer than just a few minutes, and he had never sat down with it before, and he found it to be quite uncomfortable. He still has the taste of semen, dust, and dirt in his mouth from licking his mess up off the floor, and as he sat there with nothing else to occupy his time but watch a blank gray screen waiting for the pop-ups commanding him to click a button, 
The urge and need to pee grew constantly stronger. Tom always has that urge to pee after he's reached orgasm, and this time was no different. However, he didn't want to be penalized for missing any buttons and didn't want to piss his little pink panties, to paraphrase what Princess Dee had told him. Thank God he hadn't drunk anything to get the taste out of his mouth, though. After about two hours, the need to pee was so distracting that Tom had missed two buttons and chosen the wrong ones three times. He didn't realize he was now in another $175 to Princess D, but knew that he would need to relieve his urge or he would soon be broke. Bouncing his leg up and down didn't help the urge at all. All it did was add more stimulation to the butt plug and through it, even more pressure on his bladder. Tom finally gave way, and he pissed himself. <laughs> Around the two hours and 15 minute mark, of course, Tom had no idea of the time frame, as the gray screen even covered the clock on his computer. The instant relief and spreading warmth allowed Tom to concentrate on the gray screen again, and he was able to not make any additional errors. But it wasn't long before the cooling urine added to his discomfort once again. Shortly afterwards, Tom saw the small box appear on the right-hand side of his monitor, indicating that Princess D had once again entered into his computer. It then expanded as the chat box for Team Viewer came up. Keep going, slave. I just want to be in here when you finish so I can see the report grounded, and we'll generate your time up. <laughs> Tom continued as instructed. Meanwhile, Princess D had opened the file transfer box again. She knew that it would not show on Tom's monitor, as it would be covered by his gray screen, thus freeing her to do the things without Tom's knowledge. The first thing she did was transfer a program from her computer that was called Fond of Writing. This was a typing task program that would allow her to force Tom to complete typing tasks. She then installed several different typing tasks into his computer to be run under the Fond of Writing program. Princess D then used the file transfer box to take a good look at all the files on Tom's computer. Unlike most of the clueless mommy doms who played a little bit from Team Viewer and only looked into slaves' files, Princess D knew that most slaves had hidden files, which would not show up if she didn't look. She also knew that hidden files showed in the file transfer box. As soon as she saw all of Tom's hidden files, she then transferred copies of them to her computer. As soon as she did that, she then closed the file transfer box and disconnected from Tom's computer and then reconnected so that Tom would not be aware of what had happened. Tom was completely oblivious to all of this as he continued to concentrate on clicking the pop-up buttons. Finally, after the three hours were up, both Princess D and Tom watched as the gray screen finally went away and was replaced with a report showing the errors made by Tom. Both of them quickly calculated the amount penalties that added up. The final total was three missed boxes and three wrong boxes totaling $225. Tom was stunned. He wondered how he was going to be able to pay for his food and gas if Princess D took his money before his next paycheck. She had already depleted most of his savings during their earlier shopping trips. Princess D said, 
I know that you missed the one box because you were reading my message when I came back in using TeamViewer, so I'll forgive that mistake. However, that means that you still owe me $175. Again, Tom had forgotten that the message program was still running and had been for a whole three hours as he was grounded. Tom told her that he didn't have the money this time and begged Princess Tease to please wait until his next payday for the money. Princess Dee agreed to this and told him that she would definitely have to control his budget, since he was obviously not able to. She told him that he must spend way too much of his money frivolously if he had so little in savings at his age. She also noticed that Tom didn't ask her to not take it, just to wait to do so. She was pleased with this, as she knew she had been right when she told him that he wanted to be a slave. If he didn't have that mentality, then he would still be begging her to stop. Tomorrow you'll get an account here and add all of your information to it on the Internet Explorer to mint.com. Don't worry, it only takes a little reading and some information, but it can't be used to take your money. It'll be all right, but I need to see how much you make, how much you spend, and on what you spend it on, if I'm going to send all of these things right to my computer, so I know exactly what you have in savings and in your checking. Is that understood? Tom nodded his head and said, yes, mistress. This was the first time he'd used an honorific title for her since he had greeted her as princess when she first entered their computer. Or Tom's computer. Well, 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 it seems like you're finally learning who your owner is. But please address me as Princess D. Uh, yes, Princess D, Tom rapidly replied. You are learning well, my slave, but you still have a very long way to go. So tell me, did you piss your panties? I suspect that you did. In fact, stand up and let me see for myself, and if I'm wrong then by all means, feel free to go ahead and piss your little panties on camera for me. <laughs> Tom nodded his head and stood up. When he did it, it was totally obvious to Princess Dee that he had indeed pissed them as they were now much darker than the matching bra. Princess Dee laughed at the image. <laughs> How precious, my little sissy. Perhaps I may need to make you wear diapers in the future. <laughs> now that you're standing up, go ahead and take your panties off. Tom used both hands to pull down his panties to his knees and then lifted one leg out and then the other. He was able to discard them onto the floor when Princess Dee spoke up again and said, Now fold them up and stuff them in your mouth like a gag. You must be thirsty now, right? so I'll allow you the pleasure of sucking them dry. Tom looked at the camera totally angst. He couldn't believe what he was hearing. In fact, he was too shocked to even reply. All he could do was stand there with the panties dangling in his hand, soaking wet. Now, slave, do not make me repeat myself. Or, have you already forgotten about the video and... Everyone who will see it? Tom's eyes dilated at the threat, and he slowly folded the panties and then pushed them into his mouth. 
It was everything he could do to retch from the taste of the cold piss that permeated his sense of taste. Unknown to Tom, Princess D captured several still images in the video of him removing the wet panties and putting them in his mouth. She laughed to herself. She knew that everything that Tom did from now on would just push him deeper and deeper into a hole that he would never get out of. The power she felt at the thought of this almost overwhelmed her and caused her panties to get almost as moist as the one that Tom was recently holding in his mouth. <laughs> she really did get a sexual rush and high out of controlling someone, especially someone who is reluctant as Tom was. She knew that as much as Tom fantasized about being a slave, the reality of it was totally different. As much as he desired it on a subconscious level, it'd be a long time before he would accept it willingly. And the more of a rush it was for Princess Dee to break his spirit and mind slowly, the more she enjoyed it. She knew that Tom would keep her juices flowing for many years to come. God, I wish you had some high heels, slave. I know they'd make you suffer even more with me when, you know, when I'm watching you. <laughs> but you know, we'll just make do for now. So, I want you to go stand in the corner back there like a naughty little boy while I make some changes to my computer. Keep the panties in your mouth and your nose pressed into the corner if you know what's good for you. And don't you dare turn around or move until I tell you to. Is that understood? Princess D looked at Tom, waiting to see if he would even respond with the panties in his mouth. She was pleased when he started to type his answer instead of trying to talk or removing the panties to do so. However, she did not remain pleased when she saw that Tom was not replying his compliance, but to beg her not to have him do this. Please, Princess D, please don't do this. There are things on my computer that I need to move or delete. I just cannot allow you to gain access to them. They're very personal, important to me. Tom typed. Princess D spoke up and said, Oh, you mean all these files that you have hidden? Tom gasped through the gag, and the color would have drained completely from his face had it not been for the makeup he was wearing. Yes, slave, I know all about those. You'd be surprised just how many slaves try to hide their secret stash of files and pictures by using this <laughs> hide file function, as if. Too bad for you at the TeamViewer file transfer wizard. It sees all files and folders, whether they're hidden or not. Don't worry about those. They're safe with me. In fact, I even have them backed up for you here on my other computer. Tom went weak in the knees and almost fell at his revelation. He was shaken to the very core of his being. There were pictures of his parents and files from work that he had hidden. She now had information about his family and where he worked. This scared him even more than her threats of blackmail. Being humiliated in front of neighbors and strangers was one thing, but knowing that he might be exposed to his family and co-workers and other people he knew was much scarier. 
Princess Dee now smiled at that look on Tom's face. Now, my little bitch, for the last time, go stand in the corner until I say otherwise. Tom turned around and walked back to the corner and did as he was told. Only, despite the fact that he knew that Princess Dee would not be able to see him cry. Chapter 5 Princess Dee then set to work on Tom's computer again. The first thing she did was open Google and did search for Sharp Keys. This was a key remapping program that she had used previously with other slaves. It allowed one to easily change the function of a key in the computer's registry. She quickly installed it into Tom's computer and ran the program. She had to click right on it and choose Run as Administrator, and then enter the password to do so. Tom no longer had the capability of installing or uninstalling anything on the computer now that he was just a standard user. When the box came up, she clicked on the Add button. Then, under the Map This Key, she clicked on the Type button and then pressed the Delete key on her computer and then clicked OK. In the right-hand column to this key, she got a list of options, the first of which was Turn Key Off. She then selected that and again entered OK. This would disable the delete key on Tom's computer and not allow him to utilize any function that required delete to be pressed as an input. This would prevent Tom from ever being able to use the Control-Alt-Delete function. Tom would never be able to use this function to regain control of his inputs when she disabled them in TeamViewer. It also prevented him from being able to use the function to access his task manager. She continued to tighten the reins on the computer by searching for and installing several other programs as well. First up was Canine Parental Control. She rapidly followed these with PC Pandora monitoring software and FileLocker to deny Tom access any files on the computer she didn't want him to have access to. She chuckled to herself every time she had to use her admin authority to install them. <laughs> As she was doing this, Tom continued to weep in the corner. All he could think was, was, how could this have happened? This was just supposed to be a session, some kinky fun. Yes, he wanted to be a slave, but only in his fantasies. <sighs> Reality was a lot harder than he would have ever have imagined. The idea of a woman telling him what to do sexually excited him, and, and he knew that in some deeper level that he wanted to be controlled, but this was something else entirely. This woman was power-mad and more cruel and evil than he had ever thought a woman could be. In his fantasies, the woman who controlled him just made him give up control to, you know, sexual urges. This, however, was entirely one-sided. There was no parody of pleasure now as there was always just in his fantasies. The only person delivering pleasure from all of this was Princess Dee, and it was her pleasure, not Tom's. <laughs> Unfortunately for Tom, <laughs> it was because he felt all of those things that allowed Princess Dee to derive her own pleasure. His suffering was her aphrodisiac, and she truly was a sadist who derived sexual pleasure from controlling and manipulating men. Princess Dee looked at Tom and her monitor and again wished that he had a pair of high heels. 
She could only imagine how much more he would be suffering for her now if he was stuck standing in the corner like that, wearing a pair of five-inch stilettos. Oh, how his back and calves would be burning and aching by now, and even more so by the time she allowed him to move. That thought caused her a bit of distraction, and she reached down with her left hand and slowly began to rub her pussy. She would definitely have to take him shopping on Amazon again soon. Princess Dee regained her composure. She knew she would never get done what she needed to do if she continued to pleasure herself. No, that, that would come later. For now, she had to concentrate on her objectives. With that goal in mind, another thought came to her. She had no idea if Tom had a system recovery disk for his computer or not, but she was worried enough about it to think she could never take the risk that he would as he had put together things like growing a pair, <laughs> destroy all of her hard work, and even though she knew he was too terrified to ever try such a thing, she wasn't satisfied with that. She wanted to make sure he couldn't. So at least for now, the names on the computers had to change for what she had in mind. She changed her account name to D and Tom's account to Tiffany. She thought about it, and she thought it was appropriate for Tom. It would fit him well for a long time on her long-term plan. Maid Tiffany, Sissy Tiffany, these were things that he would become whether he liked it or not. She would make a few changes to the computer and make it more feminine in appearance before she logged out, but for now she had things to do. Princess Dee had to search for Best Buy stores in Davenport near Tom's house. She would call them first thing Monday and talk to the Geek Squad. She would schedule them to go out to Tom's house and change the bio settings and a few settings in Tom's computer. She would explain to them that her and her teenage daughter, Tiffany, were in the process of moving in, and her boyfriend, Tom, and she would discover that Tiffany had found a way around her parental controls by booting another drive. She would tell them she would be at work, and Tiffany would be in school, and that Tom would be home when they came. She would tell them that Tom wasn't very computer savvy, and that, and that she didn't want him touching it. You know, because she didn't want him to break another computer. She would say she wanted someone who knew what they were doing to password protect the BIOS, set up the computer and turn back on and off the power failure, and disable booting from any other drive. She would also tell them that under no circumstances were they to let Tom know the BIOS password, as she was afraid that he would tell Tiffany and that her Work to protect her daughter would be for nothing. Once she had a date and time for the appointment, then all she had to do was make sure Tom was there to let the tech in, even if that meant he had to call in sick to work that day. Princess D then clicked on Tom's start button and then right-clicked on the computer button and selected properties. Down in the right-hand corner of the system window, she clicked on the change settings link. Under the System Properties window, she typed in Property of D. Smith, and in the Computer Description box, she clicked on Apply. She then also clicked on the Change button and changed the computer's names to 
D. Smith, P.C. Now, there was nothing to show the tech that he was taking away Tom's access to his own computer. Again, Tom was completely unaware of the mechanisms going on behind his back. But he had finally stopped crying, and the taste of piss had slowly dissipated. (laughs) Unfortunately, these changes did nothing to quell his angst. And Princess D then went to Tom's control panel and clicked on system and security, power options, and then chose what the power buttons do. She then changed the settings for both the power button and sleep button to do nothing and save the changes. She then changed the settings for choose when the computer was to be turned off. She then enlarged the messenger window to fill the whole screen to hide what she was working on and then told Tom that he could turn around and take the panties out of his mouth. Now then, my little Tiffany, yes, that is your new name now, little sissy. I want you to go and get cleaned up, shower and wash all that ridiculous clown makeup off, and while I continue to work on your computer, oh, and take your time while you're in there, I want you to shave off everything below your eyebrows, and I do mean everything, she emphasized. I can't have little transvestite slave like you, all hairy and manly looking. Tom looked pleadingly into the camera. But I'm not a transvestite, he said. Princess Dee laughed. (laughs) Not a transvestite, you say? (laughs) You saw the video, and you are still all tarted up and wearing a bra? And wait, what's this? Oh my God, how precious. You've been crying. Oh, (laughs) your makeup has run all down your face. You really are a sissy, aren't you? Tom stuttered. No, no, I'm not. (laughs) Princess Dee continued to rub it in. Well, earlier you told me you weren't gay, but... Now you're telling me that you aren't a transvestite or a sissy, but I see all kinds of proof to show otherwise, don't I? I mean, as I said before, you're a slave. You'll be whatever I damn well choose. Please don't make me do this. I I don't want to be a freak, Tom begged. Again, Tom's hesitation was pissing her off, even though his suffering was turning her on all at the same time. Fortunately for her, Princess Dee knew now exactly what buttons to push to force Tom to comply. You are a freak, my little sissy bitch. And if you don't obey me, I will expose you to the true freak that you are. Allow me to show you a small sample of the power I wield over you. Princess Dee then used her computer and pulled up Tom's address and did a neighbor search. And quickly got the numbers of Tom's neighbors four houses down the street. She then called Tom's neighbor using the caller ID block function and put it on speakerphone for Tom to hear. She then muted Tom's microphone. Hello, uh, Mrs. Abernathy. You don't know me, but I wanted to call and warn you that there's a pervert living in your neighborhood. I thought you should be informed. Princess D started. Tom heard Mrs. Abernathy on the other end of the line asking who she was and who this pervert was and what she was even talking about. Tom immediately dropped to his knees and begged Princess D not to do this to him. 
As soon as she saw Tom fall to his knees, she ended the phone call and turned Tom's microphone back on. Her lust was in full force, and she heard Tom pleading not to do this, and that he would obey her. The heat of her passion caused her neck and face to turn crimson, and she crushed her legs together with pleasure. Yes, slave, beg for me. Beg to debase yourself and suffer for your whims and pleasure. Now hurry. Go and shave and clean up as I told you before. I changed my mind. I finished this phone call, and I will fucking ruin you. Now run, she yelled. Tom ran out of the room in a panic. He had to obey her or else. Princess Dee was glad he was gone and knew he would be gone for a while. She would have to take care of her own sexual desires or she would never be able to concentrate enough to continue working on the computer. She had worked herself into a state of arousal far stronger than anything she had experienced quite like before. She black-screened Tom's computer and both of her hands dropped from her keyboard and onto her now fiery, sopping wet pussy. (laughs) Thank you for listening, and tune in next week for part three of A Controlled Life. And again, may all your fantasies become reality.